It's my room. I'm top energy. <laughs> Is this going to go into our Patreon? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that reminds me. We're starting out. No, fuck that. What 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 would we need? A, what would we need a Patreon for? Oh, we just want money. Yeah. yeah, that's exactly what Patreon's for. Yeah, but you do that um, later on. Yeah, you do it when you have a, you have a, a business to sustain. One second, yeah. let me check our established listeners. Us! It's here! All of us are in the studio! <laughs> we we have eight established <laughs> listeners. Yeah. Hey, hey, also, eight and growing. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I mean, on Spotify, our most played episode was the recent one. Can our fans be known as, like, the fans? A- you hear this guy? The a- fans. Do you hear this schmuck over here? Our Shut fans. up. Shut up. <laughs> we'll be, um, showers, not grow. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. They're, they're eight and growing, so they're growers. Oh, yeah. They're just growers. That's all they are. <laughs> blah, 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 blah. Now, I'm about to break our hearts here because I'm going to check the retention time on YouTube. Oh, shit. Most of them are going to be me look, listening for 10 minutes and then turning it off. I swear <laughs> to Christ, if that's it, I'm going to jump over this mic and fucking bash it. <laughs> okay, watch time. Okay. I swear okay. The fuck it was actually his Audience. Time. I mean, it probably will, would be. Engagements. Where, where's, where's retention? Okay. I always forget how to do this. I think I go into... Go into the recent one. And view more. Time. Audience retention for the for the recent one is nine minutes and thirteen seconds. Nine minutes. That's me. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, and is it? Though? That's reckon. that's nine percent. What are you talking about? I was True. already there. True. Um, yeah. Then episode zero. Sorry, Episode. No, <laughs> Don't worry. That was that was last week's episode. We're over that now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the title of this one. It's over. We did it, guys. Oh, it's like it's like <laughs> the uh, audience retention for episode zero. Who wants to guess the little bonus pre-show game? Uh, Twenty minutes. Thirteen. <laughs> Three minutes. Oh! <laughs> for episode zero. Yeah, okay, uh, so I now, now that's a shit one. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now for episode one with fifty one views, let's see how many of that was. Okay, so what's what's everyone's guess? Uh five minutes. Seven. <laughs> it's tree again. <laughs> we did it guys. People's paying attention for a whole tree minutes. A minute. That means the third one gave us longer Oh, that's probably just me though, because I was like I watched it like three times. So wait, who's actually <laughs> listening right now? Us. Ceaseless Watcher. <laughs> oh, spoilers. <laughs> okay, now um, now we can actually now we can actually begin now that we got that heartbreak out going. How's it going? Hey, it's going good. Again, talk into the mic, not beside the mic. I'm, I don't know. I'm trying to. Okay. Assistant, assistant. This is why we hired you. He's having mic troubles. Oh, oh wow! Instantly called that person in the room. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. We got an intern in today. Hey, can you pull that up? Pull, oh, yeah. pull that up. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, this episode is recorded in front of a live audience member. Woo, you suck! Okay. Well, okay, well, we're never yeah, doing so that we're, again. Uh, we're going to have to kick him out later. Yeah, okay. <laughs> it's not funny. Any- we thought it'd be funny, but no. <laughs> you ruined my day. 
Anyway, how are you doing? Forget about him. Good. <laughs> I can already tell that this episode is gonna be chaos, but sometimes that's just what we need. Whoa. But yeah, no, oh, we're yeah, we're recording this one live in front of an intern who's taking down notes as we speak. Yeah. Nah, he's just trying to steal our format for his own thing that I won't disclose. It's funny, because right now, with the tripod, there's a shadow in front of your face, and you look really... <laughs> you see it? I mean... This is great for a visual form. Uh, <laughs> or uh, audio form. God damn it. Don't worry, they'll see us pointing in the few frames in the time-lapse. It's the few parts in the time-lapse that it's, like, unseeable. Like, it's just not there. <laughs> yeah, he's not actually here. Who knows? Maybe Mike's not even pick him up at all. But yeah, this week, we're going to be talking about the internet. Yeah. Uh, ASQ, ASDF movie sound. I'm going to do an internet. Whoa. Know what it spells up in the ceiling? Gullible. Oh, yeah. Hey, that's your name. My lungs. Oh, yeah, Gullible b- b- Boy Bro. I've always wanted to ask, where did that name come from? Uh, it came up when I was in Japan, and uh, and uh, what you call it? One of my friends, or I, I can't remember what exactly we were talking about, but they basically called me super gullible because anything they said, I was like, "Oh, that's cool," and they were like, "No, I'm fucking joking," and I was like, "Ah." Oh. Well, that's fucking rude. So, <laughs> so, like, Jared Leto's Joker, you tattooed it on your forehead, and now you're just owning it. Yeah, basically. And it's so funny. Well, I also, I like the, I like how it rolls off the tongue. Gullible boy, bro. Gullible boy, bro. Gullible boy, bro. Gullible boy, bro. I thought it was bro boy. Bro boy. Oh, it probably is that. Whoops. <laughs> I don't even know my own. You don't even know your own lore. <laughs> but, yeah, now, the reason why I wanted to talk about the internet this week was because in our last episode, I kind of vaguely brought up social media and it's just negative connotations mm. and how it affected me and whatnot. But I also want to talk about the good, the bad, and the porn of the internet. <laughs> yeah. Probably <laughs> in that order. Because, like... Can I also mention this is quite the jump from mental health to the good, the bad, the porn? <laughs> <laughs> like, if someone was to listen to these subsequently, right one after right, or after the other, right? They'd be listening to episode zero second, yeah, I know. That's true. It's all that's part all, of the plan. That's yeah. It, it's to trigger people's um, what's it called? Flight or fight. We're here just to <laughs> mess everything up. Yeah, our, our dialogue starts to be slurred and like throughout the entire fucking like episodes that we make, and it's just becoming more batshit insane of just like what's happening. Jeffrey Bezos is just flashing. Bezos. But what was I gonna say? But yeah, no, I want to talk about the internet because I think we grew up in what we call the golden age of the internet when it was this harmless little thing, you know, it was now it's just, it's just a way of life, you know, yeah. like I don't think anyone can really live without it anymore. Yeah. Like. What can you dictate as the golden, I guess the golden age would be like. Machinima. I, I, you, you can hear a lot of stories from people who were in machinima. And yeah, were like, but when it was just people, yeah, but before it became a corporation. <laughs> oh right, when it's just like a bunch of friends just playing games. Yeah, like you know, just recording silly stuff and yeah. whatnot. But like the golden age was when you know that our intern just said lawless wild west internet. But yeah, pretty much when the monet, like you know, when there wasn't as much rules, just anything could go up. It wasn't as policed as much, you know? Yeah. Before, like, you know, terms of service. Like, look at Tumblr before, like, the porn ban. 
You know, like now Tumblr is dead. <laughs> like it's just it, there's no use for the website anymore. True. But for me, my golden age in the internet was literally just. Wait, don't people still get ta- cancelled on Tumblr now? I wouldn't know. It's like a cesspool for people who just get cancelled constantly now. I thought I, that was just Twitter. Twitter is that as well. I mean, like, basically, it starts on Tumblr. So, imagine 4chan, right? I taught, and, I 4chan taught, and Reddit. I thought Tumblr was where all the witches go. They, they can go there, too. <laughs> <laughs> I've... I've I've technically found a Reddit where it's like witches versus the patriarchy. I heard I, one I found recently was witches versus the Taliban. Did you hear about one? The what Whisp? the fuck? Yeah, did you hear recently? Yeah, I was listening to the official podcast and they brought up that some of the witches are trying to hex the Taliban by attacking Allah. I did see this. And one of them goes, "Guys, don't astral project yourself and try and fight Allah. He is too strong." I am. <laughs> I, I am. I'm not even joking. Like I. I <laughs> I was listening to it in work, and I just had to stop listening. He's like, I tried to astral Jack and Allah, but he's too powerful, guys. I'm using healing essences now. We all need to band together and take down Allah. And they brought up in the episodes, like, will the Taliban feel Allah's presence gone if they stop him? <laughs> you know, just... But it's just, that's that's the part of the internet we're in now. Like, ten years ago, that'd just be a funny story, but there's actually people out there. Like, right now, the internet is just this place for everyone. But, yeah, like, years ago, when social media was this niche, you know... You just you'd sign up and you'd be weird about it. it's like oh I'm gonna add all my friends oh will I feel weird if I add them oh I'm gonna post a funny picture will anyone care and now like you know it's just before you get to know anyone you have to add their social media you have to follow them on everything to just it's like like to me Facebook is like a CV for a person now you know it's just you know yeah I'll, I'll add you on Facebook and then I'll hit you up then you won't talk after at first you have to have a browse at their Facebook you know it's just I don't personally do it but this is just what I presume. But anyway, as I was, like, LinkedIn, like, you know, that's... scary thing about LinkedIn, actually, is you can actually see people, like, click and view your profile, like, who it is. There at the moment, yeah. Yes, intern says, tailored online person, which is true. Ten years ago, it was literally just, there he is, he's just posting about his holiday and whatnot, but then Facebook became Instagram, became Snapchat, became Reddit, became TikTok, became YouTube, became... It's just evolving in this strange way where there's literally a platform for literally everyone. Like, I think the central hub of the internet is Reddit. It's something I don't use a lot. I only go on it from time to time, but I don't know. It's weird seeing it metamorphize. Like, you know, it's just like when I was... Go ahead. I was going to say, like, Reddit is, like, super, super, like... Addicted. Oh well, like some Reddits, of course. Mm-hmm. I mean, some Reddits are like boring as fucking shit. I, I will confess, the Reddit I've been on the most is Reddit fifty fifty. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that was that's it's like some... one of these has got to be porn. <laughs> ah, turtle mouths. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but like you know, I don't know. Like that's that's another topic I wanted to bring up later on, so I won't skip to that right away. But. Seeing yeah. it metamorphize, like, you know, YouTube was just a place just to literally broadcast yourself, but now it's, like, everyone's dream job. Like, you know, golden age YouTubers, like, you look at PewDiePie, you look at Markiplier, you look at... I, I don't know what are YouTubers. Like, back then. Jackson I, I mean, yeah, like, Critical was literally uploading since then, like, that Quap video, Ray William Johnson, Fred... Do I say Shane Dawson? Yeah. I mean... I mean, technically, um, he was a part of it, and he was a scumbag. But. I mean, like, all the people who were on the first few episodes of the Fine Bros YouTube series, 
Yeah, I, I seen you cringe back there. Oh, Vine. Everyone that's on Vine. Oh, fuck, I forgot about Vine. I never use Vine. Me neither. I, did, I Actually, to be honest, I didn't know it was a site. I thought it was like Just what you would say is a six-second video. Now. Mm. And I was like, okay, so that's like go bland. That's what Ray William Johnson used to review <laughs> yeah ray william johnson is just this weird internet anomaly that just will never go away he made like shows equals tree what's happening for him here's oh, some funny yeah. videos what's and then happening for and then tosh point out pretty much turned it into a show but like one of the great things about the internet nowadays though is if you use it in the right way you know educational like you know actually trying to make a difference like you know most things i learn now are true the internet you know, something's like, look at what's happening in Afghanistan. Like, I know we joked about the Taliban, but, <laughs> you know. Out of context. It. Yeah, out of context. <laughs> yeah, but, like, what's happening there? Like, you know, you're allowed to talk, you know. You don't have to keep throwing notes at me. He's going to keep throwing notes at me. <laughs> this is the bit now. Phil, Philip Philip DeFranco, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's, he's, oh, Jenna Marbles. Yeah, but she quit because of her old videos, which, you know, she apologized for, which also sucks, and cancel culture is another thing I want to talk about later on, but yeah, yeah, you can see already how the internet kind of just all bleeds together, like, everyone understands it, but the rules were just made up as they went along, yeah. like, as you said earlier, it's the wild, wild west, but now it's literally is just getting a lot more, like, remember, what was it? Fuck, I can't remember what it was called, but remember that they were supposed to be restricting the internet a couple of years ago? I oh, what you call it, that? I can't remember his... Net neutrality, that was it. Remember when everyone was freaking the fuck out over that? Yeah. And then just... It's it's happening slowly. Like, people thought it would just be overnighting. But no, like, even now, like... When, the other day, when I you were saying that you were trying to look at videos on YouTube and the amount of stuff... Age verification. Like, age verification. Like, like, it's a good and bad thing, but it's just the way they go about it. You know, it's just now, you know... You used to just sign up with an email, and yes, I'm 18 years old. But now it's like, oh, give us your home address, your PPS number, your card, everything. Like, even in China recently, that there was... They're limiting children's playtime on consoles to three hours, and they can monitor that. You know? Yeah. That is terrifying. Like, China is fucking scary. And, like, you know, l like... Taking it back to Blizzard, not that we even spoke about them, but like with Blizzard and whatnot, like, you know, they provide games for the internet, but the fact now that like, you know, that they were bowing down to to their market yeah. to serve them, like, you know, then look at what was it, which basketball thing was it that they were just kind of conforming to Hong Kong and whatnot? What basketball team? Yeah, like, I, I can't remember. Or was it the, I, I can't remember. I, like, I, I don't know if it was the LA Lakers or like, I don't think it was. I, I Again, I can't remember, but either way, it's just... The internet is... That's how powerful of a tool it is that they're trying to restrict it in China. Like, even look at North Korea, for example. You know, like, it's just... It's literally a luxury there. Whereas for us, you pick up your phone and you can Google whatever you want. Yeah. Like, when you really contextualize it, everything you could ever want to search up is in your hands. Yeah. And when you break it down like that, it's kind of overwhelming. Like... Um... Yeah... Yeah, I, I would say it's, I mean, yeah, but I think that's also, like, a good thing, you know? Like, when somebody says a fact and you're like, is that true? They'll be like, I gotta fact check you. And then they're like, oh, um, actually, I'm gonna backtrack before you look that up. <laughs> actually, I retract my statement. But, like, to take it back to the golden age, for me, like, you know, golden age for me was Xbox Live. Again, like, YouTube shitty videos. 
and just racism galore. <laughs> that, 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 that's you, bud. That's not me. But no. then, like you know, like you know, look at all like Newgrounds and whatnot. Like games were flash games. You know, that's how simple the internet was for me. You know, it was a simple little thing for me. It was just for games. Yeah. You know, and just entertainment. But I didn't understand how complex it actually is. Like you know, when you're that age, like you know, the deep web isn't a thing to you, but it's always been there. Yeah, yeah. That like. But as you get a little older, like, especially when YouTube, I, I feel like the internet kind of started to change when YouTube really started getting bigger. Like, you know, when people realized that they can get jobs from this and get monetized from it. Oh, yeah, that was like 2010, wasn't it? 2010, something? that was when it kind of started, but was, I'd say... It was when it was bought by Google, and then Google started putting ads on it. Yeah, and yeah. then there was their AdSense scheme where, like, hey, get a bit of dosh. And that's how, like... You could have got, like, back then it was literally based on views. Like, if you got a million views, you got, like, 50 grand up front. But now it's all about watch time and whatnot. But either way, most advertising now is done through YouTube. Like, they'll, that's why they can afford to, like, pay, like, you know, PewDiePie. What, I'd, I'd say, like, I know that he, two years ago his gross net worth was 20 million. But, goddamn, like, 20 million just from going to YouTube. And now it's every kid's dream. Yeah. I was always confused with PewDiePie on, like, he's the most subscribed, well, like, independent YouTuber. Mm. Before Um, he was kicked off of Disney. Yes. I mean, he still is. (laughs) Yeah, but, like, uh, he was, now he's kind of independent, but. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, he wasn't when he was with Mm. Disney, that's what you're saying. Oh, sorry, yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Yeah. That was a great point. I was I, I was really <laughs> expecting that to go somewhere. But it's just like, you know, my my relationship with the internet then was just, you know, because as I said, like in the last episode, I was very introverted, so I didn't really talk to a lot of people. So the internet was just my way just to play games online. Yeah. But then, of course, as it gets older and just like, you know, social norms change, you have to get a bit more dependent. Like, you know, like I hate the notion now that on the internet with a lot of people, like if you don't keep constantly texting them, then you're not friends anymore. All, all of a sudden, like, if it's not online, then it's gone. That, like, yeah. it's very, very flashy. So, like, now, because I remember I used to have Snapchat, Facebook, Messenger, Instagram, and I cut Snapchat out from my life, and genuinely, my mental health improved tenfold. Because the thing yeah. about Snapchat is, Snapchat is more of a vanity app, in my opinion. That, like, you really, what what are you posting a story for? Who are you doing it for? Are you doing it for yourself, or are you just doing it to show off? Like, you know, when you go to... Sorry, did I did I strike a nerve? But like you know, when you go <laughs> when you when you go to a concert, what's the first thing everyone does? Um. Uh, cry. Phone. Yeah. They, they, <laughs> the, as soon as like you know the band comes on stage, phones are up. They have to record the opening, and then that's it. They look at it through their phone, and like when I was at the age when I was using Snapchat, I was kind of masking myself as a person. I was trying to be a lot cooler than I actually was. So, like, I was using all the maps, but when I was kind of just realizing I'm not that type of person. You're not that guy. You're not that guy. You're not that guy, pal. You're not that guy. <laughs> but, it's like, you know, on Snapchat, there's a bunch of people I don't talk to seeing their day-to-day lives that I genuinely don't care about, and they don't care about mine, but it's just, just to show that people are living. Yeah, streaks. Like, I remember when streaks was a big thing, and I just... I had enough one day and I post this big scary story saying like anyone that sends me another fucking streak is getting blocked. And right then they all stopped. 
but that's the thing like you know it's just like i don't want to look bad i don't want to look bad and then one day i just decided to delete it and of course there's like the adjustment period but after about a month or so i felt so much better yeah i i never understood streaks it was like it's wait are you playing a game like what achievement do you actually talk to each other or is it just no you just say streaks yeah streaks streaks i remember when that shit happened i was like okay cool i mean I don't. I I barely was on Snapchat, and I'm. I haven't been on it for like since. Fuck, I can't remember. Since they changed their whole. Um, I wouldn't even know. UI. The last time, last time I looked at it was, they had the thing in the middle. You swipe that way, stories in that way, and it was just messages. But like you know, then I saw yeah. of it recently that the fact there's like five different menus, five this, five that, and it's just like, what is the app for five anymore? Guys. And like you know, you see like. Well, I know that a lot of people, like, you know, who do want to sign up for OnlyFans do premium Snapchats or something. Is that a thing? Maybe. Again, like, I don't know, but it's just, with Snapchat... Wait, I think it is. Bella Delphine made a fuck ton of money out of her Snapchat, but that was before OnlyFans. That was, like, one of her, like, I think she, I mean, I think she linked her Snapchat, like, password or something into... Password? Yeah, there's, like, a password or something. I can't remember what happened with it. Jesus. All I remember is that, like, there was, um a shit ton of leaks from it so she stopped and then OnlyFans came and she's like cool I got money now so now what you're trying to say is it's just another way of making money now in that regards yeah but I mean she already had uh, Patreon so yeah. that she was doing like phenomenally on that I think but like I was saying about the vanity it's just like at the end of the day it's like I don't care about a majority of these people like most of these people if I want to see them I'll see them and if I want to take a photo with them I will and then you'll since I cut that out you know I wasn't taking a photo just for the moment. Because, again, once you take that photo, you're not taking it for yourself. Like, how often you go, I'm going to look back on this photo when you post something on Snapchat. Mm. And, oops. like, now I primarily use... Oh, one second. Hey, Owen, you want to hop on the mic while I'm gone? But I'm an intern. Ah, who cares? It's okay, I'll grab it. You can continue his point as, it like... I am the intern. Hmm. Okay. I guess that's enough, yeah. <laughs> oh, you're back for more? I'll probably make a cut. I don't think I have anything interesting to initiate. I think you should. Initiate. Yeah, I think you're a very per- boring person myself. Five minutes. Five minutes? Ooh. Yeah? Ooh, five minutes. Put it on the headset. So I gotta figure out what to do. No dead air. No dead air is allowed. So what was the last thing I was talking about in regards to Snapchat and stuff like that? I I I think Snapchat is like. Well, again, I haven't used it in fucking forever, and the, I don't the, think I really want to the, either. I love the irony of that though. <laughs> when he said it, I was clutching my pearls because I just literally recorded you guys and put you on my story. On <laughs> well, no, I just sent it to a few people. Um. You know, friends, family, people you hate. Yeah, but I do, I do agree with the point of like social media can just be this thing for, for vanity's sake. But the fact that it is, it was in, initially for vanity's sake, I think, because um, it was it? this fun new thing, and now it's a little life controlling. Yeah, you know what I mean. Well, um, I th- I remember when, f- and I don't know how much of this is true because I I technically got off like. A documentary about the movie of Facebook, the social network. Yeah. About how Mark Zuckerberg made how he like uh, Facebook was originally rating women, 
um, uh, because Yikes. he got dumped or something. He got dumped, and he he was like, "I'm gonna make the entire like campus like right now." Again, I don't. I'm I'm rethinking on this. Like, yeah. so I I don't actually remember exactly what happened with that, but oh. it was like, okay, cool, ranking uh, people. That's cool. That's well, cool. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they bring up a, a topics uh, not dissimilar to that. Actually, close that over. Uh, oh, yeah. Not dissimilar to that in the David Fincher film where they're putting up your relationship status on Facebook and Andrew Garfield's like, oh, so Facebook can get you laid and stuff like that. Mm. Um, but there, like, it rules it rules your life depending on your engagement with it. You know what I mean? Like Keen was talking about earlier how he's just not engaging with Snapchat anymore and how it just has lost his grip on him because it is such a all in all uh ineffective not ineffective but like a, a very small part of the kind of social media conglomerate like the biggest one is you have facebook yeah um instagram and there's all you have your your stereotypes about who who use you know you know any given social media app but like yeah i don't know i know tiktok is the big one tiktok i i have never touched it as far as i know is like a lot of people have told me, anyways, that like you have to be on it for like not barely even more than a week, and then like you get memes, and like it it, it kind of hones down on what you like. I mean, yeah, in any given, it's the same shit in every Instagram app you use. as well. Yeah, there, it, no, it's it's collects data on you, and then it subscribes, or does not subscribes, but it it kind of brings things to your attention that may be within your interest. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So if you're liking certain videos, do you know what I mean, and certain trends and certain hashtags, it makes it really easy for the algorithm to pick that up and then just give back to you what you've liked previously. Like I I'm on TikTok now, but I've noticed that I get a lot of and it's the very niche part of TikTok, but like comic book TikTok and stuff like that. Like I get a lot of like repeating TikToks in regards to, you know, anything in marvel or dc comics you know what i mean and it's it's always yeah. the nicheest stuff yeah um by the way i'm wondering if like we're talking like just we just went into like algorithm shit i wonder if that was like one of keen's points and now uh, we're just like ah fuck it we'll just talk about this i mean that's my points i put I, them I up there read his handwriting. Me, me neither <laughs> that's why um I, but like look i i i've nothing i'm not mentally prepared for this so i've <laughs> i'm doing this purely out of improv improvisational purposes and to fill dead air so i mean it might not make the cut um but i have this little note in my hand that i handed to keen earlier that i think is an interesting point um to be expanded upon which is online online tailored persona Mm -hmm. because you it's been said time and time again but you do create a a fantasy of a character (laughs) that's embarrassing um you do create this Okay, <laughs> you do create this this um, fantasy character when you're online. You know mm-hmm. what I mean, and it can be whatever you want it to be. You're putting up the best pictures of yourself, the best moments of your life. It is, in some essences, it is dilute a diluted version of catfishing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Where you can see through it, and there is a there is a person there, but a lot of the earnest has faded away. Yeah, I mean. As far as far as I know, it's actually still, even if you really wanted to be earnest on the line, it's still kind of hard as well because you don't know like 
the moment you know you're about to post something that you've already done in your life, you're just like, oh man, it felt like this. But then when you just send off the pictures, it's like, it's reduced. Yeah, and it's just like, okay, like it's gonna it's gonna be reduced in some way. So it it's always going to happen. Yeah, and the thing the internet is kind of ruled by. I don't know if you've you've seen. It's always funny things, pretty people, cool things, or yeah. aesthetically pleasing things. Yeah. Um, because they those are the most eager, easily marketable things to give to anybody, because everybody wants to see the nice thing. So everyone's gonna put up the nice thing. Yeah. So, and life isn't always like that. So it is hard to share the earnest. But like, in given that I find people who do share the earnest, they do have smaller audiences, but they have very valued audiences at the same time. Like, yeah. Again, I I, I wrote up uh, Philip DeFranco. Um, and every now and then I will watch his new show because. I like to keep in touch with it, but it is a very transparent news show at the same time. Yeah. Um, people like him and, and PewDiePie. And even though PewDiePie is the most subscribed channel on YouTube independently. Yeah. Um, I don't know how to check that, but I feel like a lot, like if you look at his engagement, it's not as big as his subscriber base. You know no. what I mean? It yeah. is like someone with that many subscribers should have more engagement. Um, and a lot of that is down to shadow banning and, you know, Mm. stuff like that and I mean, just just unfair treatment of creators online because they're not as easily marketable, marketable. Yeah. yeah yeah i mean like after the whole his thing with disney after scare pewdiepie season two um the, which didn't even bridge, get released wasn't it yeah the bridge incident like i think it was which i mean it was understandably it was, it was the bridge incident and it was the fiverr incident where yeah i think the fiverr thing cut, kicked it off that started the first one and then yeah. like what made it just worse was he did do the bridge incident happened and it, a, a lot of people just took that as that's a confirmation as he's like racist yeah and then there was articles published online about him being such a person and videos blatantly taken out of context yeah and he did yeah. apologize for it because his action was it was offensive and it was a little inexcusable yeah you know what i mean like Stuff like that does have to be taken seriously. And yeah. I, I'm not getting into the whole debate of that because I am a cis white male. I really don't have that much to contribute on a platform like this to race relations on, on the internet. I'd like, it's just... Yeah, what you call it? I remember when all that stuff happened. I mean, uh, I watched a video. There's a guy I watch now. He's mainly a Twitch streamer, but he uploads his Twitch shit onto YouTube, which yeah. most Twitch people do anyways. Yeah, because but it's... Has, yeah. yeah, Hassan Piker is like... Yeah, I know. I, I I love watching his. Did it, you see the whole thing about him his, buying his new house? Yeah. Is that what you're gonna bring up? No, no, no. Oh, yeah. I was I was bringing up that he actually defended PewDiePie. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, which, like, I mean, he's a he's a he's a very accepting person in some cases, unless they're like, you know, he believes they're actual. Yeah, yeah. But like, that's a joke, by the way. <laughs> but um. I like he, this on. Yeah, yeah. He uh, he's six four. He can he he'll destroy me. <laughs> and pointy head, pointy head, <laughs> hard target, hard target. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, yeah. Go on. What you call it? Yeah, he um he defended PewDiePie and saying like, yeah, if you just like go a few years back when he did um the podcast with Ken, I don't know if that was the unbroken podcast he did or something, but he did a podcast with Ken and he said that. And um, he was talking about how there was a political group in Sweden that just got into power. And uh, he was like, they're super fucking racist. And I don't know, like, Sweden's gone to, like, a really big shit 
because of this. Uh, yeah. And it's like, and then Hassan Piper was basically like, "Where's this PewDiePie? Where's this like? He's a he's a huge advocate for like, like human rights and like yeah. people get." So like I mean it's recently been released about his donations to charity in the past few years it's like oh yeah 1.5 million or something like that yeah um he's released the number I I don't know if he released the number or somebody else released it but like the I remember hearing about it on yeah I mean Charlie d- uh, sorry not ch- I keep saying Charlie but like um critical critical yeah yeah he uh, it, did the same not thing. not to refer to him as Charlie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He did <laughs> Welcome the... Welcome to the parasocial um, <laughs> aspect of the internet. The Pedguin Zero. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, pa- uh, parasocial stuff is actually interesting to bring up. Um, is that possibly in there? I don't... Uh, it's not on his one. Okay. Um, I'll write it up on the board so it's in somebody's view and I'll post it down. Okay. But in regards to one of the later topics we have up on the board here, I think the parasocial aspect of the internet is very important Mm. um but i do miss the internet we had i do miss it i mean i'm not gonna lie it was also a cesspool uh yeah yeah no because there was absolutely unleashed opinions but people also didn't have the influence that Mm. they do now yeah because the media portrayed it as like something bad yeah. Constantly. Which so there wasn't much validity to a toxic opinion years ago, whereas now some toxic opinions get brand sponsorships and stuff. But what you call it? Yeah, I mean, back then there was like a fuck ton of like a lot of edgy jokes. And I mean, like the edgy jokes reached its peak around 2016 and Filthy Frank era anyways. I can't remember exactly. Yeah, that, that I think that was the the turning point on the internet that's when the the wild west aspect of the internet died yeah. was post filthy frank yeah yeah um which i mean i don't give two shits if it's gone i mean yeah the no, jokes were made it's it's not the edginess i miss i miss the lawlessness i i miss the i i don't have to kind of subscribe to any overreaching authority like one of the things that annoys yeah. me the most online nowadays is you have to prove yeah, you brought it up earlier when I was, try- I was trying to watch something on YouTube, because mm. um, it was a it was a funny meme video. Um, <laughs> um, are you familiar with grapefruiting? <laughs> Do you want to know how to grapefruit your man? I was trying to show somebody the grapefruiting video. Yeah, and it was verify your age with either ID or a bank card, and I was like, I'm no. Yeah, the bank card was instant because Google. Oh, I really want your fucking bank card, and then. But we can save your details and make purchasing things for you easier. Uh, but and the, also, if my account gets my details get leaked, everyone else can have my stuff easier. Yeah, yeah, but then the email thing is just like, well, you're going to have to wait a couple of days till we get back, and they probably won't even get back to you. Yeah. But, like, the, that, that was the two options, either with my bank card or with my ID. Yeah. And I'm like, no, I am... Because that, that's information that I don't want to just... And I know there's security software and encryption software, but, like... I mean, the amount of no, leaks that happened yeah, this year. <laughs> like, I'm not trusting, like, that's a... If, if politicians' secretive emails can get hacked, like, I'm not putting my, my ID online or my fucking bank deal that's not happening oh dude i, I remember um when well, i think it was like there was some uh bank in america yeah. that leaked the things and like the news was just like it was like most of their like users i was like it's not most of their users it was 
52 billion or no million sorry not billion <laughs> it's like it was 50, it was 50, we're scared to say the number <laughs> yeah it's just like oh oh so it's not bad then <laughs> it's, no, it's okay it's okay pretty okay okay what's it all of our clients <laughs> it's only the majority yeah it's only like 50 it's, it's over 50 percent i mean <laughs> but not all of them that's the that's the best thing yeah um but I know it's the internet is a, a wicked and wild Oops. place, but it is a a place that has has a lot, a lot of walls been put up as of the last few years. No. Uh, a lot of a lot of yeah, a lot of walls have been put up in the last two years in regards to TOS um, stuff. Is I mean that's a given on any yeah. on any website, but like TOS terms of service titty <laughs> of. Six. <laughs> nice. Uh, as you can tell, improv, improv legend over here. Yeah, yeah, he's taken many classes. Yeah, uh, definitely many classes, not just zero. <laughs> yeah. Um, because of companies trying to monetize stuff in the internet and sell stuff, things have to be tailored to, you know retain their image i remember there was there was a whole thing years ago about a coke ad playing over a some terrorist video i can't remember i think it was an isis video oh yeah this was on youtube yeah, yeah, yeah there was some i don't know i don't it wasn't an execution or something like that um i don't know what the fuck it was um but it was a coke no, ad wasn't it the guy who had they trapped the guy's whole body under sand apart from his head Oh, um, I don't know. I've never seen the video. Oh, I, I think just, it was just, an execution. But yeah. Like, I, I, I don't look that up. Exactly. Also, I don't think it's online anymore. Uh, it'd be very hard to find. Unless you go into... Oh, maybe I shouldn't mention anything no. like that. <laughs> maybe let's not give rabbit holes for people to jump down. Hey, what a what a nice segue. <laughs> Listeners like, hey, I have a virus now. Um... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how much is this this is a lot going to be cut out maybe I don't know <laughs> look but in speaking in what was it oh yeah yeah uh, coke ad blah 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 yeah because companies have things to lose online they have to have their ads play on certain videos and so ever since then there's this whole element of shadow banning and yeah secret age ratings given to videos on youtube i think nerd city did an interesting video on it where if you were talking about certain topics your video is given a oh yeah there's a restricted age rating there was that, a whole pdf file that yeah was brought up yeah if you say certain words or certain topics come up it's instantly it's age rated so a significant a significant potential audience is cut out and Dude, a, I think it's Godzilla. <laughs> and um, a significant amount of potential monetization is cut. Yeah. Um, because companies have things to put at risk here. They have their image to maintain. So they're only blowing their, their ads to play on certain videos. And, and they're doing it secretly. Yeah. That's what I don't understand. I mean, once you get, I just have that information out there. Yeah. It's it's just it's nicer right. to the content creators, the people you're going to get profit off. It's like yeah, there there is a real value to earnest and transparency. That's that's, and I think that's what a lot of the larger creators were particularly upset about is that they weren't being communicated with in any way, shape, or form. Even yeah. though YouTube were kind of maintaining that vanity, I think I recall there was a 
Shane Dawson tweet about him like uh, tweeting at Susan Wojcicki, whatever her name is, mm-hmm. um, like oh like let's get tea and talk the sauce and stuff like that, and she was like oh yes girl, and they did and they put up a picture about it. And it's like oh cool. Um, talked about fucking, what did you talk about? <laughs> yeah, they did. They talked about fucking nothing. And apparently she talked like to a bunch of people just to set up her own YouTube account, which alerted everyone to the fact that, wait, the person who owns fucking YouTube doesn't even have a fucking YouTube account. That's insane to me. I'm just like, uh, what's color? I was watching only plays and they described her like perfectly. Yeah. Perfectly to me. It was just like, she's a mom that doesn't know what to do with all this fucking like, who yeah, just wants it, to protect the kid. It's like when you, you're you showing your mom a meme on your phone. And she's like, what's that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or like when you... Head like, wrenches back, glasses go up and down. Yeah, yeah. Or like when your dad comes in and like sees you watching like a gameplay video. Right? And it's just like, what, what, what's the enjoyment out of that? And you're just Aww. like, and you're just like, I. it's fun to watch. Good commentary. And Good then, commentary, fun personality. It's just like, why don't you just play it yourself? I'm just like it's money wasted like it's not wasted but it's like it's no but that that is actually another interesting point to bring up that the the popularity of walkthroughs and gameplays has allowed a new audience of non-gamers to enjoy games Mm -hmm. like the amount of people i including myself who know the last of us first one and second one beat for beat but have never played the game yes i because the narrative of the game was so well regarded and so popular that people wanted to engage with that more so than anything. Um, and yeah. so they were looking up gameplay videos, commentary or no commentary, depending, you know, in what way they wanted to present it. And that's a great option to have as well. Yeah. Like I love every now and then just having the opportunity to watch a, a gameplay video with no commentary. Cause I'm just like, I'm just interested in, in what the game has to offer here. Yeah. You know? I mean, cause you get to, I don't know, you know, I'm just going to go into boring stuff. <laughs> it's been, it's been yeah. like, but like sound design and stuff. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, games are Sounds like this fun. conversation. Uh, oh, a boss man, boss wow. man. Wow. <laughs> Thanks for keeping my seat warm. Intern out. A F- uh, fart segue noise for sound effects. <laughs> I hope he didn't talk about porn without me. No, we skimmed it. <laughs> we skimmed it. Did we? I don't know. We didn't. I don't even. Think As I was saying. Yes. Go ahead. Porn. <laughs> <laughs> well, but, uh, that's a hell of a segue. So. <laughs> but yeah, I was talking about the good until um, Hideo Kojima himself appeared at my front door, and I told him to fuck off, as I didn't want to play Death Stranding. I did, and I liked it, but you know. But some, no, there's a director's cut that's coming. Whatever. Uh, don't worry. Topic. <laughs> I've I've literally no idea what you were talking about. So, intern, did we say you could write on the board? Too late. <laughs> but Olympics. So I I if if you talked about whatever I'm gonna bring up, just tell me oh, to shut oh, up. Right. Yeah, yeah. But um, one of the things I was talking about was some of the good of the internet. And one of the good things about the internet as of now is how. You can become self-made on it now. Like as I, I remember, we were talking about PewDiePie before I had to disappear on my secret mission. Yeah, yeah. But it's up. It's offered a lot of people a chance to really. It's really opened up a chance for a lot of people to become self-made. You know, like look at yeah. artists. Like, what about you? Have you thought about opening commissions up? Uh, yeah. Um, maybe. Do I it. Tr- Sorry. <laughs> I tried to um, 
open an Etsy account, but you actually have to sell physical things for that. I mean, and then mm-hmm. I tried to do NFTs, but the <laughs> but the concept of selling the concept of selling art for not money but a digital receipt yeah and then you're like okay well then you have to transfer that and we'll basically sell it for whatever mm. price that you've set it at and it's like okay that's cool i remember when i first posted i, I first put up like my thing i was like okay i don't know how much this uh, digital currency is but i'll just put one just one of it i was just like oh cool so that means you'll be earning ten thousand euro i'm like okay <laughs> um so i was just i had to put like zero point something something to like get the like a reasonable price on it and i'm just like is what's the fucking point in this but have you thought about pricing stuff because like now that you actually have a platform to start showing your work i think you should start definitely uploading your own one because i feel like what if you like because i actually saw recently that my friend josh followed you on instagram yes and you know I saw that he like you know he i know he definitely have no problem sharing your work around like you know if you actually start producing it because he's yeah he's yeah. very fond of drawings and whatnot and like i showed him some of your work and he thought how did he how did he put it i can't remember how he put it but you know that's i think you should definitely start looking into commission work because again it's just your style is so unique it's one of my favorite things about starting this entire podcast is seeing your act your work yeah yeah you know, I just do everything else, but you're a thumbnail. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. What's you call it? Um, I was. Oh fuck! I still need to contact. So I have a, uh, a, f- a friend, AJ. I'll just say AJ because that's just like. <laughs> wait, should I keep people's like names disclosed? But I'm like, wait, AJ's a sh- nickname anyway. <laughs> so like, nobody will know. <laughs> um, but his sister, right? He, uh, uh, he, they, d- she, or they, I. T- Fuck it, whatever. <laughs> they, they, <laughs> they set up a shop on Etsy, and she was talking about how like easy it is to just go to a store and print out like a bunch of shit. I was like, oh shit, I should just do that and then try to sell like. Well, I mean, like prints. Take it from me, you know, literally everything in this room. I am sitting at a minus. I am not breaking even for years to come. Yeah, yeah. But it's just you know. A couple of sheets, what, 50 euro, and then, like, I would know where to begin, which, like, I don't want to talk about this too much, because I still have a whole list of stuff to talk about, but it's just e-commerce itself, like, seeing people set up on Etsy, people becoming self-made, because, again, their own drawings and whatnot, just making props and whatnot. Yeah. But what is your relationship like with the internet? Um, coexistence. (laughs) I, I, I'm, I'm... Uh, I'm fine. I use it a fuck ton. Like, I mean, a fuck ton. I I love just watching YouTube and shit. Mm. And I got a lot of information off it. And then when I go down, like, um, I, like when I find out something or like I find that's really interesting, I'm like, I fucking do a shit ton of research on it. Then after all the research I've done on it, I forget most of it because. <laughs> <laughs> but then after that, <laughs> after I forget most of it, um. After I forget most of it, I think it goes into, like, I tried to, after researching, losing most of it, I I am blanking out. <laughs> so, do you do it for fun, or just because you want to better yourself? Oh, it, it's mainly for fun, because I find it, I, I just find that topic interesting in that exact moment, but then, like, 
uh, as well as after realizing that like I, I i do forget a lot of things and that's mm. why i'm like oh, i i think I, I think it was this when i looked at the like the paper or whatever about it and then it's like but then i also realized that has nothing to do with me at this very point mm. in time i mean one of my favorite reddits is like uh r slash interesting as fuck or something like that or interesting as shit i can't remember but so it, you kind of just use it to really pass the time and whatnot mm-hmm. i mean i it hasn't been doing i mean re, i mean before i got a job technically it was job mm. searching which helps a lot because i found with me this year especially since starting you know my own channel and trying to start my own projects so although i keep saying like i haven't produced as much but i've started treating the internet a lot more differently yeah. you know like i barely go on to just look at youtube videos and blah 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 like now when whenever i'm sitting here you know i've editing up this second monitor here is just YouTube tutorials on how to do it. Like, yeah, you know, it's yeah. literally just teaching me, you know, so I'm actually... And that makes me feel like I'm kind of getting a healthier relationship with it. Mm-hmm. Instead of just, you know, like, having videos on to distract me, I'll have a podcast on, you know. Yeah. But it's just nothing visually distracting. But whatever visuals I do have there is to better me. And that moderation is important you know like one thing i did once before and i haven't done it since was check my screen time like how long i spent on my apps yeah, you know what? Yeah. let's let's do it now i'll do the same Why yeah do you, do you want to participate Does the inter- <laughs> yeah like that can fucking hear you um <laughs> so go on talking to the internet um screen bleep blarp bloop sorry uh, wait what is, did is you, it- mine's mine's in Digital well-being. So if you just go into settings and search up screen time. Oh yeah, digital well-being. So I'll go first. Parental. Cons- what the. Fuck? Yeah, that's. I think mine is. Okay, so Jesus Christ, I hope this isn't true. But just today alone, apparently, I've used my phone eight hours and twenty-one minutes. I don't feel that bad now. Wait, how do you? Hover oh. for me. On Google alone, I spent like more than half an hour. Wait, am I meant to like just bring up my own? Like what I have, how many hours I put in today? Yeah. Um, still hurts you I can got... check your screen time in your, in your settings and digital well-being. Um, I don't know where it is in your phone, but that's where it is on mine. Uh, my, I'm, I'm reaching like almost two hours. Uh, my digital screen time in total is six hours and 19 minutes. And about half of that was spent on TikTok today. Ah, so wait, <laughs> that's what? unfortunate. Yours was mine was eight hours and twenty-one minutes. Oh my fuck! You guys are on your phones quite a bit. I'm, I'm, I'm on two hours. I'm proud of you. Yeah. What I think mine could be as well is sometimes I fall asleep listening to YouTube videos. I do that fucked on. Actually, if the the screen time on my my switch or like that's that would probably be fucked. Because I think that would probably be the most fucked because I... I, I also promise that that will be the final interruption. <laughs> As you killed the kids. <laughs> Shut up, Matthew. <laughs> but, so anyway, I'm curious now. We're doing this live. Yeah, the, my big blue bar is YouTube. Four hours and 32 minutes today I've spent on YouTube. And I guarantee you I was probably asleep for all of that. <laughs> I mean... Uh, yeah, my, my, my screen time, for sure, if you look at my Switch's screen time, YouTube would be so fucked. Because I, I fall asleep, and I, I, like, how I fall asleep is I put on, like, a 10-hour-long video mm. of, of, like, a compilation of just, like, people talking. Um, and I, I just fall asleep to that, because I find it so comfortable. And my other one is Instagram. 
that's the other big one and that is um if it want to tell me apparently i've used instagram for two hours today oh so like gone from that to that and apparently i've unlocked my phone 85 times today oh does it tell you how much you unlocked your phone for where do you find that mine just says it at the oh mine's a bit different mine's like like I said, it's really scary once you open this up and you kind of realize, oh shit, that's a full night's sleep that my phone has been on for today. Yeah, mine is l- less than, at the moment, it's less than seven minutes from yesterday. Mm. It, I spent 36 minutes on Google Chrome, 26 minutes on Reddit, 22 minutes on Instagram, and then everything else is uh, fodder. Like, it's just gray. So... That's why, like, you know, digital well-being is something that we should literally start looking into a lot more now. It's crazy the moment of awareness Yeah, literally, like, even sitting here now, you, you probably can't help but want to look now yeah. and realize, oh, what am I doing with my time? Like, that's how quickly time goes. And, like, you know, let's call ourselves out here. What could you have done in that time? Um, Shit, my pants. Um, I've got to, I could have written and, and read more. Yeah, what, the things I want to, you know, I want to create. What about you, Matthew? What could you have done in that time? In two hours? Yeah, I could have probably started drawing. Went out to Sportslink. Swam. Like, I could have started editing my piece. Yeah, like, you know, yeah. when, like, you know, when people say, I don't have time. According to your phone. You know, according to your phone, you have all the fucking time in the world. And, like, you know, there was a lot of stuff, you know, who knows, maybe we'll make this a two-part where next time we'll talk a bit more. Because, again, I have a lot more, but just a few distractions happened today. But I kind of want to start talking about the bad, which is the start of that. Like, how long today alone spent on the phone. I mean, I was... um, Screen time, I'm not... I don't think I'm so negatively drawn to Mm. uh, on my phone or... Like on on YouTube, I'm pretty bad if if you're talking about just like looking at the TV. But um, yeah, today I was just so tired, and it seems like yesterday I was as well. But you have a reason though. Like I was bad after my second vaccine. But speaking of vaccine, like you know, take it back to social media. Like you know, look at the anti-vax movements. You know, They're like where the- where does that come from? I can tell you where. Truthers, bad, <laughs> bad coping mechanisms. Because, like, the thing about the internet is, because everything's in your hand, believe it or not, not everything you read is true. Yeah. Like, you know, it's amazing, like, you know, rabbit holes you can fall down into. Because, like, everyone loves coincidences, you know? Everyone loves when things make sense. Yeah. So when you read one thing that kind of vaguely makes sense, it it makes sense. Yeah. Like, you know, especially within the last nearly two years of this whole pandemic, you know, that's Pepe Sylvia. Pepe Carol. Carol, but like you know, it is a real world interpretation of Pepe Sylvia where people are constructing their own narratives. Like, yeah, it's just whatever, it's a coping mechanism. So, like, you know, just the on the point of like anti vaxxers and like misinformation that just is flung across this fucking internet like era. But, um, there's a great video by Kyle Hill. Um, he used to do a show called Because Science. Mm. Um, he did a breakdown on how you should how to research something if um and it's it's a really good like uh, helpful way uh to learn how to um 
research for yourself and make sure mm. and, and it's, it doesn't take many more steps it just takes like a few more verifications just to make sure that whatever newspaper or like facebook post that mm. you look into is like is in the clear because to take it back to social media and being like your cv like you know what you share on your facebook represents a lot of who you are like you know if you don't believe in lockdowns of course you're going to post about it and of course you're going to join groups of people who are like-minded and yeah. stage these events and look like complete and utter fools you know because you're the like the 0.1 percent and then the other people who use the internet look at you and go these are lunatics and you get a bit more defensive and then it, it could kick up a notch yeah. like you know that's just in the context of what's been happening in ireland recently you know with anti-lockdown now that like lockdowns they're more or less over so the next thing to bitch about is vaccines it's good it's, it's world domination it's amazing how people taking the risk to die rather than yeah. get the vaccine. And the reason why, like, you know, masks and lockdowns and other things could possibly happen is because of people not wanting to. Yeah. yeah. Did you guys... I, 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 did you guys see that, um, like, all the conservatives over in America are now backtracking? I, I, I don't bother with American politics anymore. Um, recently, Trump told at one of his rallies for people he endorsed the vaccine. Yeah, and all of, I bet you all of a sudden, they, considering the FDA approved it. Yeah, they booed him. <sighs> yeah, yeah. That must have hurt his ego. I can't wait till, like, I, I, I know uh, I, I'm a huge fan in American politics because I find the insanity so fun. <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, what you call, I cannot wait for the next uh, election. Season of America, yeah. yeah. The next election, I just cannot wait for. It just sounds like it's going to be so batshit insane when the next... Uh, or everything gets fixed, but not going to happen. Um, but, but like you know, people will share stuff that makes them them. But at the same time, one thing that is equally scary, and one thing that really boils my blood a lot is false advocation. advocation. Like you know, of course, with all the current tensions in the world and regarding like you know Afghanistan and women's rights, Black Lives Matter. That like now is the most important time for people to actually get their voices across and let them know that they know what's happening like yeah don't get me wrong it's impossible to know everything but if you're someone who just posted for the sake of posting it but then you don't back what you believe like you know again you're making yourself look good but you're not following what you do like yeah the internet is just this vanity thing like i said i keep bringing it back like it's your cv it's just like facebook is where they get to know you instagram is how you look and it's just especially within the last year and a bit like as soon as blm sorry died down it's like all them posts started going down and they're like, you know, I haven't seen, like, a lot of people talk about what's happening in Afghanistan. Like, you know, especially, like, mem- especially, there was a few posts about what was happening in Israel and whatnot. But it's just like, you know, I don't expect everyone I know to know about it. Like, if yeah. you don't post about it, then obviously I'm going to presume well, that you're unaware. Yeah, I mean, that's because the news travels so fucking quick. Mm. With the internet happening, news travels, um, like, he, like just so fucking quickly. I remember in 2020, it was the Hong Kong protest. Yeah. After that, George Floyd happened, and yeah. then the BLM... Ma- uh, Black Lives Matter just... Yeah. I was really about to say BLM matters. I'm like, oh, that's Black Lives Matter matters. <laughs> like, it's a shame that they needed a martyr to even just get some recognition. Yeah. But it's just like you know, when I do challenge people on these topics and I do bring them up after they know so much about it, like you know, then they're like, eh, eh. I'm like, you're just what, making yourself look good. Yeah, what you call it? The like engagement for Black Lives Matter has like significantly died down after um. What's his name? Finally got prosecuted. Um, I don't even want to remember his name. Yeah, I don't even care. Like, Derek, Sh- 
Derek Chauvin. Yeah, yeah. J- Derek Chauvin. And then they wanted to... Uh, and, and everyone's like advocating, okay, we need this pressure again, but for Breonna Taylor's uh, case. But mm-hmm. uh, not a lot of push for that. I mean, there is still... I mean, there's a lot of push, but like not as much as there was for George Floyd's incident. Mm. Um, good topic to bring up in this time would be Kim Kardashian's advocacy for that kind of movement, I think is, is worth talking about. How she is trying to fund a release program for people who are oh i, d- I didn't that. even know about that Jesus. yeah yeah fucking fair play to her then yeah. mm. um I, I, I don't know what the what the what the um the thing is actually called but don't worry next time we'll mic you up <laughs> but screaming to the hills but like again that takes it back to the vanity because everyone just yeah. presumes kim kardashian is this bimbo who just posts pictures of herself and loves herself but hearing that it's like if it actually, if she actually does go through with it, I'll actually respect her. Yeah. But yeah. like you know, I mean, there's still like, don't get me wrong. There's like, it's not black and white. Mm. She still can be sometimes like ignorant and like. So that's what dumb, I was about to but, say. Like you know, it's saying one thing but showing it as another. Yeah. Like you know, look at all these YouTuber apologies. They say they're gonna change, but do they actually show it? No. <laughs> well, most of them don't. Anyway, I mean. What's called the whole Logan Paul thing? He worked his fucking ass off to yeah, get like and even I respect better, the guy now, you know, yeah, better reputation. And um, some people at the moment are saying Jake Paul's doing it, but like Jake Paul's not doing a fucking thing. He's just fighting people, and yeah. because he's winning, people are respecting him more now for some but reason. The thing about Logan was, he's not no, he's <laughs> not fighting boxers. But the thing about Logan is, he took the losses, but he said, you know what, I lost. Mm. Like it did humble him. Then since then. Like, you know, that was a redemption arc, but it's just... Yeah, like, but, like, here's another name. Um, James Charles, you know. Guys, I swear I won't text any more minors as he continues to text more and more minors. They're like, you know, that's that's another scary thing about the internet that I don't even... I didn't even want to write down because I didn't want to talk about it, but it is all the grooming that happens. Yeah. Like, I mean, what you call it? The amount of fucking, like... Hey, remember all these old <laughs> YouTubers? Yeah. Fucking ninety percent of them are just you yeah. Know, don't trust them. They're all fucking. Like, it is and genuinely terrifying. Yeah, and there's um, call me Carson. Did you hear that he's trying to come back? Yeah, I seen that he posted a video. Yeah, like yeah. the thing about that entire situation is, like you know, I can give the American perspective of it and my perspective of it as an Irish man that I think we'll all agree on. So the American perspective was. Oh, you know, there's not that much of an age difference. You know, age can send them whatnot. But you're forgetting about the other cases. Yeah. <laughs> but the thing is about Ireland, like, my mentality is, if you're above the age of 18, you'll be fucking shooting above that. Don't be going below that. Mm. And it's just, like, giving them a pass because, like, oh, there was only a year difference. Well, like, was he above age when they first started? Like, yeah. you know, get rid of that Romeo and Juliet bullshit. That power dynamics. Yes. The, the abuse of, like, the fact that he was just a huge figure in the Minecraft community at that time. Not, well, not even just, just the meme community in general. He had, like, a lot of say. So, like, hell, even when he broke it to his friends, like, a lot of them still didn't know what to do for a lot, like, for a few weeks until, like, what's his name broke it? Um, I can't remember. Was it, oh, fuck, what's his name? Ted? Was it Ted that broke it first? Yeah. I can't remember, but whatever. Um, yeah, I mean, the amount of manipulation in YouTube is insane. Which, but I guess, would make sense because it's like a place for like people to just go mm. and like 
and the people who become famous there's a lot in, on youtube anyways there's a fuck ton of people that are famous in youtube because so, like <laughs> that's the thing though like we all watched make happy what, what was he said yeah. at the end of the show if you can live without an audience do it but yeah what are you and i doing right now um like realistically like this is a bit more of a more lax episode because we do have a third person in the room with us so it's more of a conversation among us but the other two episodes who are we talking to why among us (laughs) (laughs) but like you know it's just like you know if we're pretending that we already have an audience which we realistically don't it's just like are we just doing it because we're we want to perform and want to show off or is it just because, like, you know, we actually want to do it? And I feel like that's what happens with a lot of people. Yeah. That's, you know, look at Twitch, for example. Like, you know, tier three sub guys, come on. You know, I'll, I'll say your name. Yeah, like, what you call it? Wasn't there this whole um, argument when uh, the Hassan Piker stuff came out about him buying a house? There was an, an argument about how, why are we paying Twitch streamers for... Um, why are you paying actors for their houses what's the difference yeah well it's like it's to for twitch streamer you're paying for their attention Mm. because the more popular they get the more money their attention will be Mm. and that's what pokemon is saying anyways yeah like you know it's just because what a lot of like the gen one youtubers will say like pewdiepie and whatnot like they did have to work years and years before their wealth accumulated is is pewdiepie known as one of the first gen because technically smosh is isn't he Smosh, um, 2005 to 2010 are well that was when in, that was when he was kind of taken off though like by 2012 that was when he definitely had a million but that was like you know yeah uh, okay yeah you're right he is second gen because that was when the let's players came in that's, yeah, that's yeah, players yeah. was second gen but you know it was just when youtube was this easy easy thing but now that like you know do any of you watch um dr k the therapists on youtube the psychiatrist i do remember seeing him i've, like, I've watched a few of his stuff, and it's interesting seeing people, literally just these people, not YouTubers, not Twitch streamers, just talking about. Yeah. That I just, um, that's one thing I'm afraid of. Like hypothetically, if I become successful, is like, am I doing it for myself, or am I doing it because there's people who demand it, and if they don't, they will stop feeding me. True. Like, I mean, I like. I see. There's a point in every one of their careers, right, where they have to, the, they had to decide. Wait, is this my job now? Mm. And if, if it, once it becomes your job, I think it's fair to say that, yeah, I think you can be a little more greedy in that sense because at that point, it is your job and you need to still survive. As, mm. But, like... Say again? Their life at that point. Yeah, yeah. And, like... Your, li- mo- your entire life is on the web. Yeah, and it's like, at that point, you do have to take that ginormous fucking leap. And it's... So I understand why people would like do stuff like clickbait but, and like all that stuff like that. And here is one person who reveled in that, and we all know how this ended. Chris Chan. Oh my god. Yeah, exactly. That yeah. says it all. But I mean, he um. Do you think that story, how how his story would have ended, would have ended the way it did? I'm not even. I'm not gonna even fucking say how it did. If you want, Google it. But do you think that entire scenario would have happened if 4chan just never found him? Or do you think he actually would have had a normal life? It's. I don't think he would have had a normal life. His family were fucked. But would he have a more normal life? 
maybe. Given a lot of the things that have occurred in Chris Chan's life, given the the child abuse, given the poor services offered to, I don't know what the pronouns are at the moment, he or she, um, but to them, uh, the poor services offered to them as a high-functioning autistic person, yeah, there wasn't conditions given to them to be to be nurtured well and given the hyperbolic nature of the internet everything just kind of erupted at once you know what i mean after because christian in their early life was a very it's just right to say but homophobic person and that the internet took that and just targeted it and in response to that, Chris Chan made the Sonichu comic very heterosexual and hypersexualized, and yeah. there became this strange offensive attitude between them and the internet. That's what I have to say on the topic. There's no way it could have ended well, with or without the internet, um, because there was history prior to to them, and it was very traumatic and negative. Yeah. That is not saying everyone who suffers from trauma will be bad. Will turn negative. Yeah. Some people do prevail, and it, it's just a struggle. Yeah. Because you know. Yeah. I mean, did you guys see the um, the person who now again, you can't put all the blame on this, but it's a lot of blame on this person. There is so you know the way there's like some of Chris Chan's fans that kind of egg him on to be worse right Trolls, yeah just to see what they can do yeah so there's this person who uh pushed him to do what he did recently the most recent thing jesus um so i know that he was like the owner of kiwi farms was very close with him just to kind of monitor yeah then again but at the same time is he monitoring because he brings clicks to the site or because of his general well-being yeah i mean it was it was actually insane when all that shit like broke out and i was like uh, i was like holy fuck this like i know a lot of people thought like wait did he do that any like but yeah he was um he he was a very he's very vulnerable constantly because he's a very like he's on the spectrum yeah and he lets a lot of people his world is different to ours like realistically like you know what's blue for us is not blue for him Mm -hmm. you know um given being a, a person on the on the spectrum myself there is a a strange social aspect to it i find where a lot of things that are implied in conversation or are joked about are just not communicated to that mindset well because yeah. you just don't really function in that matter like i'm i'm not to the degree of chris Chris Chan. Thank fuck for thank, that. Thank God. <laughs> but like, I I do, you know, I I do mask well, but I do have my social struggles. I, I think you've you've both of you have seen that at some point where I, someone I, tells me, yeah, there. someone tells me a joke, and I just look at them with pure seriousness because it feels like a something. Maybe it's a mean joke, but it feels a little targeted. You know what I mean? Yeah. But then I have to like take about thirty seconds. And go, oh, it was, mm. it was a fucking joke. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, because it's. It's a it's a hard mind to describe, and there's it's a spectrum at the end of the day. So it is hard to speak to every aspect of it. But I feel like I can shine somewhat of a light on it. Yeah. Because one of the happiest things about the previous episode we did about mental health is how when you were talking about your ADD, you didn't say it was a bad thing. You said it was a positive thing. You know, 
Yeah, well, I mean, it gave me a lot of positives. Yeah. Like, you know, it's just that was like one of my favorite takeaways from that. Because, again, as someone, as I mentioned on the episode, I think I'm undiagnosed with like bipolar mm-hmm. disorders. But just hearing that, like, you know. I, I should also mention that, like, my ADD is, like, I, I it is strong, but it, there is, I've, I've obviously met people with ADD that's, like, like mm. their ADD is insanely, like, it, it controls their every second of just that they cannot concentrate. So they need, um, I can't remember what it's called, the, um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> To point to point out fidget toys and whatnot. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I uh, know. I mean, isn't there like that pill that like helps them focus? Adderall. Adderall. Yes. Which I I think most countries don't allow. <laughs> In America. In America. Anyway, conversations for another day. Maybe mental yeah, health part yeah. two. You know, <laughs> next time we can have Owen mic'd up. You know, but to keep it on. God, this this was this is a weird one. I mean, the internet's, like, so fucking broad. We might as well, like, go everywhere with Because, like, you know... Because one thing I did want to bring up was porn. Like, full disclosure, like, my relationship with porn is not a strong one. Like, me, I'm just not a very, like, high testosterone guy. I just don't have a lot of, like, sexual urges most of the time. So if Obi-Wan was to come up with you, he was like, you're not strong with the porn. Pretty much. <laughs> that, like, you know, it's just... I tried sending it to you, but have you... Ever... Yeah, I, I bet you have. You've watched the music video for Me, Me, Me. Me, Me, Me? Oh, wait. Have I? What's this? Have you not? Wait, I don't know. I got it. Okay, so... Who's it by? What's it? I can't remember the artist, but I'll show you after, but pretty much like... Yeah, yeah. That video is more or less my kind of opinion on pornography on the internet. So, like, the song and video is about this guy who... Self-proclaimed otaku, like, you know, he lives in his little flat, he has his figurines and whatnot, but he has this fantasy world of porn. Like, you know, it goes into the screen, like, you know, there's these, like, you know, big-breasted, like, big hips girls, like, you know, just dancing towards them, like, you know, luring them in, and he's happy. But then it takes a sudden change, where all of a sudden, like, you know, these illustrious girls are now, like, tangled in these wires, and it takes a bit of a darker turn. And it kind of like it kind of highlights, hey, these are this, this. You may think this for your pleasure, but it's actually a lot seedier than that. This is a growing addiction, yeah. and like the whole song is about pornography addiction. And as the song goes on, it shows that he actually had a, yeah, close the door now, that he had a relationship. Yeah, yeah. And he just abandoned this girl because pornography was just all he needed, and whatnot. And then the video kind of shows him overcoming like trying to overcome the addiction but the addiction wins at the end of the game the day and the video starts off with the same frame and like you know i found this video because i was just going down a, a rabbit hole of just this youtuber and it just came up in the thumbnail and i guarantee you you've seen the dance in from this video oh yeah and that's the funny thing about it is that, like you know this this music video is a forewarning like you know it's the one, the zero two dance. One zero two dance. No, the zero like I think like you know the one where like you know she has the hands up, the hips are swinging. Oh yeah, yeah. That yeah. came from that video, and it's like now we've come full circle where this song's oh hey like you know this is a trap to hey now we're just actively doing Music, it because yeah. it's sexy. I'm like you're falling into the trap, yeah. and that's 
well, that could have been from the fact that, like, you know, the way like TikTok is all about dances yeah. at the moment. Yeah. Because, like, once I show you after the fact, because, like, I would do a live reaction, but it's just we wouldn't be able to hear it because audio software and whatnot. Yeah. But, like, you know, that's pornography. If you have a healthy relationship with it, fine. This is just my take on it. But it's just. I mean, if. I think uh, the definition, or, like, or the. When you notice, I mean, I'm not going to say, like, like this is exactly how you should diagnose somebody, mm. but like you'll notice you have a problem when you start doing it everywhere or like outside of your like comfort, mm. and you feel like everywhere is okay to watch it mm. uh, or like even like to uh, masturbate to it, right? <laughs> like it's it's like. It's, it's, it's a, it's a, the, the def, I think the definition is like, if it's coming out of problematic behavior where it's like, yeah, you're not doing things right anymore. You're like taking your breaks and mm-hmm. like going to the toilet or something and just forcing your way out of a situation just to do some, that. Right. And it's kind of Cause In my opinion, the unhealthy thing about porn is the objects that most people on the internet like to treat in it, which is women. Because that's what I feel like most yeah. women are in porn. And to me, like, you know, that's what made me feel uncomfortable about it. Like, you know, that guys have a preference and they're looking for their perfect doll in these yeah. videos. Like, you know, yeah. you always hear memes of like, oh, you find that perfect video. But to me, the idea of that was just always creepy. Um, I'll, speak, I'll speak up so we don't have to go to the mic. But I find there's an interesting dynamic proposed in, in porn as of late where... Outwardly, there is a, a massive object objectification of women, but there's also an interesting inverse angle where they are the dominating force in the industry at the same time. You know what I mean? Um, I don't know. Yeah. I think, um, what you call it? When <laughs> Mia... C- <laughs> Sorry, I was going to say, like, with, um, to that point, uh, before we begin, like, full disclosure, this episode wasn't planned. It was originally supposed to be planned for Sunday, but Matthew is a busy boy and we had to do it today when we had no prep, yeah, which is yeah, kind yeah. of why, like I said, we'll probably revisit it again. Yeah. Like, you know, you know, we decided to bring a third person in just because, you know, may as yeah. well again. But next time, like, you know, we can properly discuss it and whatnot. Yeah. But that, like, it's just, like, pornography just weirds me out. Like, you know... Yeah, the, I, mean, I I understand the like that market, but like I also feel like it that is it's given a lot of horrible things to like. Uh, there's this uh, incels. Yeah, there's also there there there's this like Twitter. I can't remember who said this thing on Twitter, but like they basically said the like it, in the worst wording possible. We should make porn for kids. Fucking. But it's like not doused in like negative so what things. what is it supposed to be sorry she said kids what it's actually for is for teenagers who are going to have to experience that right it's not kids having sex it's just porn that's watered down it's not edgy it's not like it doesn't like you know the way porn right now is it's it's a constant marketplace and it, it tries to do a lot of bad shit at the moment so what she's saying is she was saying that Porn needs to, ha- like, educate kids as mm. well as, like... Because that's another thing is... Porn leads to a lot of misconceptions, actual intimacy. 
you know, I, I I think every guy in the room here has had sex at least once. But like you know, really? but like you know, it's just humble brag, humble brag. <laughs> <laughs> We're no virgins here on this podcast. But like you know, welcome to the cum zone. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just like you know that people watch porn and they just think all of a sudden that like yeah that's just how it's going to be yeah. and it's like no it really isn't like you know your girl isn't just gonna open her legs and then that's it like you know it's wait gonna... so i don't need ropes what <laughs> <laughs> like you know it's just because of course like i said someone who had no barely any testosterone i didn't feel the urge to jerk one out every so often but it's just it is kind of a weird important balance for people who do need because again these urges come and go but it's just if you know how to control them because again the word i brought up earlier the i word that's what happens when you can't control them like you know that is just i mean yeah i mean it's expected i would also say incels comes from a lot of other things the fact that even just the concept of trying to get a woman hey here's a person elliot rogers no idea rogers the original YouTuber who became incel and killed people because he was like, why can't I get a girlfriend? He wrote a manifesto. Like, in one of his manifesto notes was his sister who was younger than him, her and her boyfriend were having sex and he was like, literally writing like, you know, his penis is in her vagina right now. Why can't someone do that with me? Why can't I? Like, he was being very graphic about it. Yeah. I think, um, what you just said there is very interesting that they have this, that this concept of to get a woman. Hmm. Not to establish a relationship, not to kind of form anything romantic, to get a woman. Like, it's it's this heavy attitude of objectification. A woman is something to achieve. In yeah. That regard, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. It, it just leads to a And now, like, the scary thing is, is just now you see that a couple of years ago in my school, anyway, the group chats, you know, the ones I'm talking about, uh, where a bunch of blasts... That was from your school. That happened in my school. That what did the happen. fuck? Did it happen with ours? But I'll tell you, I'll tell you a more horrific story after that happened in my girlfriend's school. So anyway, so like what these group chats I'm alluding to is a bunch of pretty much rapists. Let's just call them that because like it's just it's unconsensual. Like I don't, there's no term for it. Like I know it's like you know, it's not revenge porn. It's not this, but it's just a bunch of lads made a group chat and just whatever nudes they got off girls all underage. They posted it in there, and it's just like you know. The, the, the more the rape is only the word. There's another word that's more accurate. The, what what is yeah. it? You're gonna educate me, please. What? Uh, possessors of child porn. But well, yeah, but yeah. when you're underage as well, it's kind of a bit grey. But the problem yeah. was as yeah. well the fact that a lot of that came out even when they became older. Yeah, that they'll hold on to these pictures. But in my girlfriend's school, that exact same situation happens where a bunch of lads made this group chat. Oh, I didn't but, know she was in an all. Boy, she was in a mixed school. Mixed school. Sorry, don't worry, say, she oh, was. She oh, was. Boy school. Was don't like, worry, what? she wasn't involved in this. Thank God. But yeah, it's just yeah. you know it happened, and you probably won't be surprised. But it was only the girls that got in trouble. What? Yeah, it was only the girls that got in trouble for taking oh, the photos in the first place. Why did you take a naked photo of yourself? Oh, like you know that fucking like stupid thing. Like yeah. oh, she was asking for. Like, yeah, it's yeah. that's just that, like you know it's just again mentality. you know I I don't know it's just. Porn, nudes, and whatnot, it paints women in this weird light where, again, they're objects. You know, it's just like, I yeah. just, I need it for myself, but it's just... It's, here's here's an interesting uh, version of this, would be, would be, if I gave Ian the password to a social media account that I own, and trusted him with that, and then if he 
shared that, that would be a problem. If you shared that with somebody else because it wasn't for somebody else. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, you know, that's a, an interpretation of that scenario. It's a little more PG, but a little bit more relatable, maybe. Yeah. But it, like, you can't shame people for, you know, f- women for that. You know what I mean? The, the men are at fault in that situation for sharing those images. You know what I mean? And yeah. the fact that there's a there's a value to those images now. Like they, it's like a currency. It's, it's yeah. fucking. It's disgusting. Oh, if you have yeah. this girl, can you? I'll give you this girl. Yeah. 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 I mean, there was a massive case of it, um, in the guards. I think of there. There was. Oh, I remember. Yeah. I remember that vaguely. There was a a WhatsApp. Think so. Like yeah. I, I don't really remember it as much, but it's just. Yeah. Jesus Christ! This is a, this was a lot more of a bigger topic than I thought. Like I said, I. I mean, the internet is broad, yeah. and it's got its fucking shit. It, it's it's got its niche communities in all the, and it's got its dark pockets. Yeah. You know what I mean? So. But here's my question to you: Is there more good or bad on the internet? I think that is an unanswerable question if I'm completely transparent. Mm. I think it's too difficult to weigh up both of those. Mm. I think it's almost the same as asking if there's more bad people than good people in the world. It's a highly variable question that I just feel is too hard to answer because there's people that are true sale good, true sale bad, but there's also people who are influenced and people who don't know any better. So it's a very difficult question mm. that I think is unanswerable. So here's another question for you, or just even a topic. Modern kids and the internet. What's going on there? Like, is, is I feel like you have more authority to speak on this than any of us, if I'm that completely honest. Like, it's this weird... Also, I apologize for the weird mic difference. I am turning it up so you can actually hear own this yeah. time. This is This is going to be a weird one to edit and whatnot. But yeah. like I said, we'll get Owen mic'd up the next time. It's just now you kind of see it everywhere. Wherever kids go, you'll see that they'll have a tablet, an iPhone, or anything yeah. in their hands watching YouTube. Like yeah. remember the whole meme with Coco Melon? As funny as that was, Coco Melon's gone. A hundred million people, kids. Yeah. That like it's just that now it's this weird. Like I said, I used it for Xbox. But now it's just the new babysitter. Yeah, basically. Like they don't, parents don't monitor their kid. What you call it? Recently, when I was in um, when I was in a uh, work, two kid or three, sorry, three kids walked up. They think they can own anything, so they tried to pickpocket where I was working or and uh, just take everything. They um, what you call it? They uh. The moment I touch them, right? The moment I touch them to just bring them out of the, uh, like grab them by the wrist and bring them out the store. They, they were like, they were like, you can't do that. And it's just like, yeah, you can't. Yes. You can't steal. Yeah. You're in, you're in the fault. <laughs> like they're like, they, they think everything is objectively theirs. And like, there's no input. Like it's insane. They think if they have a, like an outward opinion on things they'll just get through life and i i'm not sure that's 110 percent because of how they were not raised by their parents well it could be as well but like it's as more, well as the fact that it's more convenient to just drop a phone in front of a child than the, actually deal with them yeah and sorry i'm just going to say this one thing but like people like logan paul and 
a certain generation of vloggers, right? Where there were, like, before, you know, they couldn't uh, advertise to kids, right? Before they couldn't advertise to kids, they, uh, they, they obviously marketed themselves to kids. And it was like, they're just honing in onto this, like, market and telling them that, hey, this is how life should be. Always outward, always, like, pranking people, always, like... Now, again, the family is also at fault here, but it's, like, an, a comp... It's, it's, it's just shitty. I don't... If I'm... Sorry, I don't have to leather. Um, if I'm totally honest, I don't know if all of that spawns from the internet. I mean, there was kids, like... Kids our age, when we were younger... Yeah. Um, ...who were just kind of uh, troublemakers. And I think... At such a young age, 12, 14, 15, they seem to kind of feed a little off conflict. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I, I, have, a, I yeah. have a younger cousin who, who loves to just bother older people by, like, running into to farms and fields and getting chased out of it. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Even though it's, like, it's actually a problem. Um, but, like, that spawns from, I don't know, just this adrenaline-seeking attitude that they just need the most all the time. Yeah. Um, but on, on the subject of kids and the internet, I think, and particularly um, in regards to people like the Paul Brothers and other creators, I, I wrote it down earlier, but the idea of parasocial relationships in regards to this youngest generation that are being kind of raised on the internet, I think that is a very worrying thought. Um, and for anybody who doesn't know, a parasocial relationship is when somebody, a viewer feels that they are participant in a one-way relationship with a video creator. Um, so they feel kind of that their content is more targeted towards them as an individualized audience member rather than general speak. And with kids, that is all the more easily, it's all the more easily manipulated or, or the veil isn't really there because they don't have that, that sense of awareness. Um, I don't know if you want to, keep this in but i do think you you're the best to talk about this so i'd love to hear your view on it where do i begin with this one it is a it is a big one so like i said i my main use with the internet was playing xbox and whatnot but then there came a point where i wanted a social life so i went and tried to get one yeah but i have younger siblings and the scary thing like, the thing is, I know my parents aren't going to listen to this, so I can literally say whatever, but the scary thing is, is just, since the moment that, like, the eldest, who is 11 now, since she was, like, one, two years old, she had the iPhone in her hand. Yeah. So, for literally her entire life, so far, there's been a phone in it. Yeah. Watching whatever, like, the other day, um... Can, can I also mention that, um, we had, like, technically our generation had mm. a a warning sign of that with hey can I borrow my mom's phone to play snake or like you know like mm. it, it's not like it It wasn't there but we now, weren't technology but, but like, the thing is now everyone has one of these yeah everyone has a touch phone but, so now there's multiple games multiple things to watch multiple it's like a it is a baby but to take it back to my history with it so like you know that's just how it is now and you kind of have to accept it reluctantly like yeah. you know you just have to look in them and go I don't want that but it's just monitor what the fuck they're doing because mm. yeah. like when TikTok came around and my sisters were asking I want to make a TikTok account like I said to my parents you monitor that daily because like that's where all the predators are now there's my siblings there you know uploading videos with their arses out 
you know? Yeah. And it's just, when my parents found out, they flipped. And I didn't want to say, I told you so. But you should have been paying the fuck attention. Yeah. And, like, the other day when we were having dinner, like, I saw one of my sisters was watching, the oldest one was watching YouTube. And she was watching Jay Schlatt. You think he's appropriate for an 11 year old? Fuck no, I didn't even know. Oh my god. See what I mean? Like, you, you obviously know who he is. You know who he is. Yeah. It's just things like that where there's just, there's so much, like, you don't know what they're searching up. Just a, just a word of advice to anybody who's listening to this. Um, if you ever become a parent, don't save your car details on your phone. <laughs> your kid will buy shit. Yeah. Remember that Fortnite case? The hackers just spent 30 grand on V-Books, mom. It just happened. The mom's like, yes, you're right. We're going to take this to court. Yeah. But it's just, like, you know... Like, I just... I they, I don't know. They, they don't think their little darlings can do any wrong. Because, like, to summarize, like, you know... One thing I want to try and do, because, like, you know, the whole point of this podcast is we don't want to come in with a structure. We just want kind of want to ramble. But, like, I like to summarize what I've talked about. Like, you know, the good I've had with the internet, my relationship, um, just what I agree with, what I don't agree with. Like, you know, my relationship with porn, like how you can make yourself from it and then just this whole thing. But, like, one thing I kind of... Hello? Oh, no. Dog. Oh, fuck. Bruh. Bruh moment. That moment when, um, dog. Bruh. I could actually go to the toilet. Oh, holding. Man, this is. I'm definitely gonna have to give a disclaimer in front of this one saying that this was a weird one. <laughs> yeah, it's a rough one. I don't necessarily want to end it here. I feel like the momentum was just killed. <laughs> yeah, no, I feel it was, but you were you were some summarizing what oh, you yeah. felt about the internet and how it's affected you. So I think it's a. We'll do that with me and Matt. Yeah. When he comes so, back like in. you know, it's just like I said, my relationship with the idea of porn. Like, mind you, like this episode was a bit more batshit than I was expecting. I didn't get to talk about everything I wanted. And, like. I know sometimes listening to things, it can be a bit frustrating, but, you know, yeah. we're not here to take things too seriously. It's literally just a conversation, but... Look, yeah. <laughs> I feel I feel a little guilty for almost infringing on this. Oh, hey, it's, uh, there's always room to grow. Like, the whole point yeah. of this thing was to grow, you know? Just yeah, look, see what, if he's want a third voice, yeah, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm up. It was never limited to that, but it's just yeah. to summarize, like, you know, my feelings with social media, like, just false advocation, my relationship with the internet, like, it was kind of okay like i didn't do anything nefarious and then when i had enough of it and tried to get a social life but there's a lot more and i feel like a lot of the things we've talked about today they could be conversations in themselves like this is call this an index of things we'd want to come back to yeah like but the thing like i've been trying to do is change my relationship with the internet like i said when now whenever i'm editing i'm not listening to podcasts i'm not doing anything i'm literally just researching how yeah. to do things that like you know I'm not just you know watching stuff just for the sake of watching stuff and getting distracted because I'm trying not to let it just be my tool for procrastination now yeah you're trying to turn it into a more more of an active tool yeah. and you know in doing so you're going to change your perspective on the internet um, or in regards to the internet mm. my attitude with it 
I mean, most of the time I just use it as a tool for communication or yeah, sometimes I fall into to the habitual boredom. But it's a lot of communication and entertainment. And at the same time, I've had a lot of unintentional happy accidents in education. Like, and it always depends on where you're looking in, with hmm. the internet. Like, and kids and people are curious, so they're going to f- go every which way. Um, but I feel in the past couple months in particular that I've my the data collection on my person in regards to my my app usage and and uh, the people i like the internet's like oh you like kind of wholesome people so we're <laughs> gonna give that to you but like like even some of like the the funniest stuff i've never found but like i found like some great creators on tiktok that are there for you know just an expression of fun and wholesome attitudes you know like just was, because yeah i was talking to matthew about how um, since going on TikTok, I've learned a lot about comics because there's people on that are really passionate about comics. And, and you say that kind of just kickstarted that passion yeah. in you as well. And it's one of the things I loved about TikTok is that there is there's a side to TikTok in regards to um, sexual well-being and sexual health that I find just I'm kind of enamored with. Sometimes I'm just like, I thank God this exists, and it's also allowed me to kind of I don't know be educated on the other side of relationships, you know, like how, how women feel in regards to, you know, more general yeah. speaking, but like, you can't speak for everybody. It's important. But it's important because it's, it's offered a little bit of the female perspective in my life in regards to, to dating and sexual well-being. And it's, and it's really helpful. Um, and it's also created this little avenue for me and my girlfriend to have these in-jokes with each other where we're just sending each other TikToks back and forth. And some of them are just, you know, fall off your chair hilarious, you know. But it, my usage of the internet, yeah, it's rarely used as a helpful tool because I'm, I'm anxious and I'm a procrastinator. So I'm like, fuck, fuck, fuck. But I use it as communication and a resource for entertainment. My relationship with the internet, I, like I kind of said before, I mean, I'm not, I'm not highly into the internet or like rely on it much i mean i i think i think one of like one of the things i would like to probably change is the fact that um when i feel like i don't do anything like i'm not doing anything i would probably like let's say i should be able to be doing something but i i'm watching a youtube video but then i see in the suggested that a video that is a continuation or a more elaborate in-depth thing on what I just watched even though I basically got the quick notes of what I just like of what this situation I'm I still I still have that small like bit of push to keep listening to or like watching stuff and constantly watching even if it means absolutely fucking nothing to me um so if I was to change anything it would be the fact that I, I don't want I don't want to be feeling like I'm using my like time uh, up with just fodder. That's nothing. Um, but there's also like again, I, I I like a lot of the internet. I mean, I the researching part of it, the fact that you can look up anything. There's a benefit to that. Um, there, I mean, there's obviously negatives towards it. If you have too much information online, then you could cause pr- information pr- 
problems, but, um, I think it's, it's for me anyways, I would say because of how I use it, it's overall beneficial, but I understand there's so much addiction that goes into it. Like, I mean, for example, when I was just talking about the YouTube watching video stuff, I still feel like you, I could easily get so fucking like stuck in to a certain thing that's problematic. I mean, even with Reddit, the moment you start kind of scrolling, it's like that is the one part of the internet I wish was not there anymore. I wish we actually had shitty UIs, <laughs> so I didn't like continue looking at stuff. Yeah, because a more friendlier UI means more engagement. Yeah, and you want to execute more self-control in regards to the internet, which I totally relate to. I I suffer from that myself. But yeah, but if you're also coming here for informative shit, what the fuck are you doing here? It's just three dudes just talking about stuff. We don't have any points to make. Yeah, like, yeah, we, we grew a tumor and now he's stuck with us. But, like, you know, it's just, you know... They took my mic. Yeah, he, he, he sponsored, I should say. I forgot to disclose that last episode as well. But it's just, you know... Thank you to Audible. <laughs> <laughs> Not sponsored. But it's just, like, you know, this is just... I feel like we should elaborate, like, you know, people come in here, it's like, you said you had to start, you want to talk about the internet, but you didn't talk about the things I wanted to talk about, or you brought up stuff you wa- I was interested in, but you didn't talk about, well, fuck you. Like, again, like... This is for us. Nobody else. Go away. <laughs> yeah, fuck you, I'm done. <laughs> wow, that was a bang. <laughs>